Hello and welcome. We are here live today at Lake Sotheby's International Realty. What a crowd today we have, Steve. This is our record for most participants in podcasting. Plus, we're on site. Usually we do this, we record this in our penthouse studio at Bell Bank in Stillwater. But now we're on site in the historic, now Lake Sotheby's International Realty House. So... In Stillwater, Minnesota, I forgot to say. That's right, yeah. So I'm excited. Are you excited? I am excited. I'm excited, too. <laughs> Richard looks like he's right out of Jackson Hole today. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. Typical Minnesota. It's interesting you bring that up because the Hornets, the owners of the Lakes Sotheby's International Realty franchises here in the Twin City area, do also own the Jackson Hole office and the Skinny Boat Springs office. <laughs> I think we can go skiing. Awesome. <laughs> and I awesome. love to ski, but I've dressed this way today because we're in a winter storm warning as usual. And like they say, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad clothing choices. <laughs> and I do not want to be part of the other and having bad clothing choices. So I'm dressed for success in the weather. Yeah, you look fantastic. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Steve and I have been presenting to Lake Sotheby's International for a few years now and working with Richard and the team. but. Today we have a few past members, but a bunch of new members. How about we go around the table just really quick and maybe introduce yourself and tell us who you are. I'll start. <laughs> I'm Stieg, and I'm with Bell Bank in Stillwater, but next to me is a brand new member of Lake Sotheby's International Realty in Stillwater. Yeah, my name's Roddy McDonald. I spent 12 and a half years in the industry and just made the switch yesterday to Brighter Futures, Better Brand. I'm very excited. Awesome. Now, did you make the switch because you heard we were doing the podcast? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Richard, make sure to mention that. I did. Yes. Here we have Richard. Oh, I'm Richard McDonough, formerly known as RM Realty, and I'm just happy to be part of Lake Sotheby's International Realty, and we can probably talk about that transition a little bit later after the introduction. Perfect. Awesome. Good morning. Jessica Von Barron, our business development manager. Coordinate this thing here today. Here with that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Exon, office manager on site here in Stillwater, Minnesota. And Elizabeth was nice enough to bring granola bars. And somebody walked in with a whole bunch of donuts. I believe one of those. My body will reject that. I run for donuts. <laughs> Elizabeth keeps the office together. Try. That's true. Try, yeah. Just like Jess. Just yes. like Jess. That's yes. right, yeah. I am Keely Finnegan, Keely number two, as I was told my first day in the office, which was on Monday. So I've only been here about four days, but I am loving it. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. I'm Tamara Bauer. I've been in the industry or selling real estate for over 12 years. I am out of the Stillwater office here and I live in Stillwater, so it's very convenient for me. Excited so for you the have change. no excuse not to show up when it snows. No excuse. <laughs> I could slide right down the hill. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see that. Actually. I'm Keely Randweiler. I am new to real estate, out of the Stillwater office as well. Keely number one as of <laughs> this Monday. Is this our first multi-Keely? Yes, it is. We've got two yeah. of them. One, two. Okay. <laughs> But there's only one Emmett, right? Only one Emmett. <laughs> I'm Emmett Collins out of the Stillwater office, born and raised in Stillwater. And I've been in the industry for just under a year. Emmett wore his short sleeve today. <laughs> I did. Yeah. 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 Right. we got to get the views. <laughs> the view, yeah. view. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is not Magic Mike. 
Okay, who wants to tell us a little bit about Lakes Sotheby's International Realty, what it is? I think there are some misconceptions out there as to who you guys are, who you deal with, maybe your origin, where you came from. Yeah, let's dispel the rumors. Let's dispel the rumors. I think since I'm kind of the senior member, I can dive in and explain that or at least tell us my perception of it. Goes back to when Lake Sotheby's International Realty actually approached me in buying our realty. And that all came about from a relationship that I had with one of their agents who sold one of my listings. And real estate is a relationship business, and that's one of the key components. And I probably wouldn't have sold our realty to anybody other than a brand such as Sotheby's International Realty. A lot of people assume that Sotheby's International Realty is just luxury. Well, luxury is an experience. It's not necessarily a price point. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think is the huge differentiator from all of our competition. We're going to give the consumer, the home buyer, the home seller, that luxury experience, whether they're a $100,000 lot or a multi-million dollar home. And that's what really sets us apart is we're going to give you the service that you deserve, the experience that makes a difference, and just the global presence that you, even if you're in Stillwater, Lakeland, Woodbury, that your listing deserves. So I think to me that's what really is so important about Lake Sotheby's International Realty is the brand itself is just local and global at the same time. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Michael and I the other day had his first Sotheby's closing and it was a first time home buyer that was a smaller purchase, but they had a great experience. And was it a luxury experience? It was a luxury experience, it was. Fantastic. And Richard, is it true Lake Sotheby's goes all the way back to 1754? Tell us about that. Well, there should be some clarity with that. A lot of people get confused. So Sotheby's International Realty, and then you have Sotheby's The Auction House. Are they pronounced the same? Yes, (laughs) they are. (laughs) Don't mess with me. (laughs) The Auction House dates back to 1754. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe they started selling real estate in the early 50s, 1950s. So with that being said, they wanted to capitalize on and tie in with the integrity of the auction house Mm -hmm. in that branding and show that extra level of service in the real estate space. So for example, before we could finish the purchase and or transition from our realty to Lake Sotheby's International Realty, the auction house had to approve us. And it's been interesting because on a corporate level, they have mentioned us on a couple of different occasions in the different webinars that they've done. So we're just not another pin on a map. No, actually, when you first told Brad and me about the transition to Sotheby's, we were excited for it and we thought... Well, that's a perfect fit. Sotheby's, like you said, luxury and kind of a unique experience. And you see that right when you walk in the door here at what is now Lake Sotheby's International Realty here. It's a whole different vibe. It's a different feeling. So I think it's a perfect fit. So we're excited for you guys. Well, thanks. And I think everyone would attest to the fact, and I'm not trying to monopolize the conversation by any means, but again, what also sets us apart is that we are Main Street. We are bricks and mortar. We are approachable. We love it when people walk through the front door. 
and chat and ask us about what's going on in Stillwater. And that's evident throughout all the offices within the Twin Cities or Lake Sotheby's International Realty. You guys are definitely the fabric of the community, so to speak, for sure. And I think that bodes well to why everyone else is here, and I'm sure they can tell their own story about that. It's funny you mentioned that. I was actually talking to Keely number two, <laughs> pre-production, before, before the bright lights came on. Keely's new to your team, and I asked her, I said, well, what puts you over the edge to choose Lake Sotheby International Realty here in Stillwater? She's right here. She might as well tell the story herself. Without naming any names, why don't you tell us, Keely, how you came to your decision to come here? Sure. Where I previously was, I felt a little stuck. And so when looking for where my next place was going to be, I just wanted to be surrounded by people that would support me in whatever endeavors I wanted to choose. And when I first walked into Lake Sotheby's International Realty last week, I was met with that right away. Every single person that I met just greeted me with open arms. And that was the first time I felt that. So I was really excited to just continue the conversation with Richard and Elizabeth and all of the agents within this office. But it was ultimately the first feeling of when I walked through the doors of what I would be getting here. So are you saying that the podcast had nothing to do with that? Unfortunately, it didn't. But on my first day, they said, hey, you need to be here (laughs) on Thursday. (laughs) No option. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you all have your stories. But how about let's shift to the market a little bit and two questions. If one of our listeners out there is thinking, oh, should I use brokerage A, B, or C, why should they choose one of you and Sotheby's? But I'd like to answer that question. For people who don't deal with every day, what's a differentiator or something that sets you guys apart? Steve and I know, of course. I could tell a story about almost everyone here about why I would use each and every one of you guys. But I'd love to hear from the horse's mouth. Brands matter. And in this room, we have a lot of experience with real estate agents. And if a real estate agent is choosing a brand, they say, I want to work for Lake Sotheby's International Realty after they've already been in the industry. They've taken a bite out of the hand of all the other brokerages that are out there. There are a lot of great brokerages out there. But brand matters. And for the experience that we're trying to bring to our clientele, first and foremost, that's the biggest thing. If your agent cares that much about the brand that they're with and the service that you're getting as a client, it's a no-brainer. Well said. Very well said. I feel like I shouldn't say anything more. (laughs) But I think you're right. I think so what you're saying is Sotheby's is kind of a destination for agents who have a pedigree and who really want to have a luxurious experience, not just for their clients, but for themselves. Richard's laughing at me. It's the only only step up. There we go. I like like that. that. I like that. Lots of heads nodding around the table on that one. Perfect, perfect. How about the market? Steve and I get this question a lot. What's going on in the market, Brad and Steve? I know on the buyer side, after the financing is taken care of, they ask all of you, what are we seeing out there today? What's the date today, March 9th, 2023? Is there a common question, complaint, theme that you guys are seeing from customers right now? Or do you have any advice to people that are thinking about buying or selling? I have a specific question for the group because it relates to what 
you and I deal with on a daily basis. Interest <laughs> rates are a hot topic nowadays. Just like uh, yeah, let's share. What is let's it? share. Let's be transparent. We're in a, actually a pretty important week in the market right now, where we. Chairman Federal Powell, <laughs> Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is speaking in front of Congress this week, and we've also got the all-important jobs report coming up Friday. So it could be a real volatile week for rates this week, and kind of set the tone for the next months. But as we've talked about, Richard and I have been in the business. I haven't been quite as long as Richard, but I'm probably his second in each year or so. We remember back when interest rates were up in the, I remember when they were back around 9%, they started at 8.5%, you had to pay 4.8%. So to me, 7% doesn't seem like such a bad rate, which is about where the rates are right now, 7%. However, you can buy it down into the sixes pretty easily. Unless you're in a government loan or jumbo loan. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, low sixes. There yeah. you go, low sixes. But did you know, and I know everyone here at the table knows, but I don't know if there are millions of listeners and viewers now, the average <laughs> interest rate over the past 40 years is seven and three quarters percent. So we're actually below average. Well, the interest rate. The interest rate. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Thank you. (laughs) To my point is, are you guys hearing a lot of chatter about rates from your clients or people walking through open houses? You know, what do you hear about rates? What are rates going to do? What do you hear? Interest rates have been the biggest stumbling block. My two cents, my opinion on it is they were too low for way too long. And now they're making up for some lost time and some fiscal policy that they need to take care of. The one thing that hasn't happened with our economy is oftentimes when you think interest rates going up, you're going to see home values go down. Well, in our area, that definitely has not happened. Right now, we have just as much demand as ever. We're down on inventory again. We're super, super short on inventory. So even though you might be paying more in interest rate to buy a new house, you're going to make up for it. Houses in most part have always appreciated in value. And most people are not buying a house just to resell it in a year or two. You're going to live there for, in most cases, quite some time. They say the average is, what, four or six years. In this area, it seems to be longer of people living in their houses. So I wouldn't let interest rates be the reason for you not to move. A lot of people think that the market has corrected and gone down as far as valuation. As I mentioned before, it definitely has not. The great thing is that you can get top dollar for your house and there's still some great opportunities out there for you to move up to another house, downsize or whatever you want to do. So again, I would really strongly suggest to people to at least explore their options. We have noticed a lot of people looking, but we have not seen an increase in people listing their homes for sale right now. It's important, I think, also for people who are interested or who are thinking about interest rates to know that long-term forecast for rates is to be back down in that 4 to 5% within the next 18 to 24 months. So even if you buy now at 7%, you'll most likely be refinancing within the next couple of years and lower that payment. You know, even in an average market, the average length of a 30-year fixed mortgage is only 42 months anyway. So even if we were in a, a stable market, you'd probably be refinancing it. In the near future, anyway. So, forget about it. Forget yeah, about the rates, right? Let's, you let's, take the uh, words out of my mouth. Yeah, it's time for us to arm wrestle on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, I have a question for any of you that want to answer, except for, Richard. Except for Richard. <laughs> the folks that are sitting here saying, "I would like to move, but there isn't a lot of inventory." 
should I just sit there? Should I sell my house first and rent? Or how are you guys handling people like that? Are you trying to move further out? Or every situation is different. It's a little bit of a loaded question, but it seems like a common one. And I'm interested to hear what any of you have to say about that. And actually, I wish I wouldn't have said not accept you, Richard, because I do want to hear what Richard says. <laughs> he takes it back. <laughs> Keely, too. You look like you were going to um, in. <laughs> I love you. I'm very much a person that believes like everything happens for a reason. And so whatever. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Whatever the buyers decide to do, I think will in turn serve them the best. So I have some buyers right now that he wants to move right now, but she's patient. You know, she wants to wait for the right house, but he's Mm -hmm. like, whatever comes on the market, let's go get it. And so ultimately, whatever they end up doing, I'm there to support them on their journey and find a home that, you know, will best fit their needs. But, you know, whatever happens, it's going to be the best decision for them. And whatever time that is, whether it's now or in three months, that happened for a reason. And so I think ultimately, yes, we're there to coach higher buyers. But for me, especially, everything happens for a reason. So like whatever they decide to choose, I'm there to support them with that. I think it's important to visit why they're looking at making a move in the first place. When I sold a lot of new construction, it just seemed like one out of every 10 guys that came in would analyze it as if it were a multifamily property and they're trying to figure out cap rates, return on investment. It's like, mm-hmm. let's slow it down for a second. Why are you looking right. to buy? Mm-hmm. A home. Why are you looking to build a home? Why are you looking to move? Did a family dynamic change for better or for worse? What problem are you trying to solve? And you're trying to tell me that for a hundred or two hundred or whatever the amount is, dollars a month, that you're not going to make that leap when you spend that much in coffee anyways. Right. It doesn't make much sense. I think it's just a fear that follows the herd. When everybody started talking about interest rates last year, everything just changed. It was black and white and it was overnight. And I think what we're seeing now is people are warming up to the idea of, oh, hey, this isn't that bad. Actually, that's what Brad and I have been branding ourselves and we want to make that our brand. Brad Steak, this isn't that bad. (laughs) What do you guys think of that? We'll we'll keep working on that. Speaking of marketing, we've got in our midst one of the best social media marketers. Someone who does a great job taking advantage of video and the internet, is that what it's called? To market properties and social worldwide media? web. So worldwide web, yeah. Now me, I think the internet's just a fad that's gonna go by the wayside pretty soon. But Keely, tell us Keely number one, tell us about <laughs> what you're doing with videos and how you kind of got a little niche for yourself there yeah so growing up I always really liked making videos and just goofing around making content and as the world has progressed it's actually come in handy a lot in business and real estate so I like making informational videos I like making home tours I like making videos for other agents I like analyzing other agents profiles and making suggestions just as far as progressing your social media presence. So, I have- I get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I think you that you guys do well. I think you do really well. I love the posts like this. Those are really funny. Sometimes people take themselves too seriously online and really 
your followers and friends online just want to see you living life and having fun and doing your best. So agreed. Yeah. Keely's posts are awesome. How do our listeners find your posts if they were to look you up? So I'm thinking about changing my handle because I think it's kind of basic, but right now it's close with Keely. So, close your deal. Yeah. You can't get any worse. Or what was our case? Can't get any worse. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. No. No. Yeah. So, your handle right now is? Close with Keely. Like, close the deal with Keely, but just close with Keely. I like that. Yeah. Trying to close some deals. Close some deals. There we go. So, that is the handle you're using. but That is what I'm using. Yeah, if anyone has suggestions. <laughs> Call the hotline. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking calls. Well, time flies when you're having fun. I can't believe how long we've been talking for. Before we end, does anyone want to add anything? Put in their two cents? Will anyone come back for a second podcast? Yeah, we might have to come back and take a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. It's too bad the one and only Michael Stanton <laughs> is too yeah, busy. I can see him out there. In the, you know, He's a hot commodity. He's on the phone making deals, you know, closing deals. So... We'll have to come back and talk to him some more. We also have to give a shout out to Hunter. He's the local painter here, right? Hunter Schultz Hunter with Schultz. Silverleaf Painting. Silverleaf Painting. He does a great job. I can attest to that. But he listens to all of our podcasts. He's one of our... <laughs> He's the fan. He's the guy who's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a million. He's a sharp guy. <laughs> Hunter and then also my mom. Yeah. He's <laughs> an ardent fan. Uh, we do get a lot of hate mail from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for coming, all of you. It wasn't too painful. Oh, Richard's going to say one last thing I would yes. like to say is thank you both and your staff for all the support that you give us. Because if it wasn't for your support, we would not be able to help our clients to that level that we like to and you like to and making sure they get the proper financial products that they need and having our closings close on time. And in some cases, even rescuing our sellers from other bad loan officers on the other <laughs> side. So again, thank you for all of your help. Because it takes a village, as we know. It takes a village. No, thank you. It matters who you work with. We it work does. With matters. Yeah. We work with matters. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon.